Just run the ball with Cam Opachowski. What's up, everybody? Tonight, we're going to do a mock draft episode. Me and Tom Hines, a bunch of our friends are all on this mock draft. So uh, me and Tom Hines are just going to be narrating it, going through. I am pick nine, and then he's going to be pick four. So basically, we're on kind of different ends. We'll go through different picks, you know, have a little commentary on everyone's picks and see who has the best team. So... Starting off, ESPN has Travis Kelsey, the tight end, at number four. So I have literally never seen this. Uh, I have never seen a tight end this high. I know he was at about number eight, I think, or so. Now he's at number four. I mean, he's above Kamara, Derrick Henry, Zeke, and I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really know who's drafting a tight end fourth overall, but oh, someone drafted him third. Tom Hines, any thoughts on... Uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey being the third pick of this mock draft. Yeah, I think ESPN is just trying to um, weed out all the bad uh, fantasy pickers and get yeah. them to take a tight end way it's too a, high. It's a joke. Someone, someone with pick five must have bribed ESPN to put them on pick four. Uh, I, that's the only explanation yeah. I can think of. <laughs> I, I don't understand this. I don't know. They Clearly, Team Dudley thought this was a good pick, so good for him, I yeah. guess. Yeah, so first three off the board, uh, McCaffrey first, Dalvin Cook second, and then Travis Kelsey third. And then I'm going to pick uh, Kamara over Barkley with my uh, fourth fourth pick. Um, I like Kamara a little bit more than uh, Saquon. It's just personal I like, I like preference. Too, yeah. Saquon yeah, makes me I, too nervous. Yeah, with all the injuries, it's yeah, it's a tough pick. Um, but he goes right after Kamara anyway, so um, I just think that he's a safer bet with all the injuries, and, and he didn't have a great season last season. Um, and I'm actually pretty confident in Kamara playing with a quarterback other than Drew Brees. So, yeah, but um, looks exactly. looks like we have Derrick Henry and Zeke next. Not really any surprise there. Tyreek at eight. I mean, that's uh, that's a little high, but I that's not that crazy. So, uh, let's see. I'm up with number nine. Uh, this pick is definitely pending what Aaron Rodgers decides on, but uh. For value right now, I'm I'm definitely going Devontae Adams. I think, you know, he's the PRK one last year, missing two games. Definitely could be the PRK one next year. But uh, honestly, I mean, if for an actual draft, if I don't know where Aaron Rodgers is, I would probably even go Stephon Diggs because I'm just kind of nervous with um, I'm nervous with Devontae if they have a different court. I mean, if he has Jordan Love, I don't know about that. Right. And it's going to be a, a true like uh, test for him to see if he actually is as good as everyone's making him out to be, or if it's just mm -hmm. um, a side effect of Aaron Rodgers having one of the best seasons of his career. Yep. That's true. It'll be interesting um, to see. So I just yeah. did um, my next pick. I did Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, some may say that's a little early. I took him over Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor. Um, I just chose Chubb. Like we talked about it in the other episode. Just the Browns are such a run-heavy team. Um, Aaron Jones, obviously, also on the Packers with Devontae, so want to diversify a little bit. Um, and I just like him over Jonathan Taylor, too. I think he's more consistent. Yep. 
And then um, after that, uh, we had the uh, Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers and then Antonio Gibson. Uh, so I'm actually going to go with uh, my boy D-Hop next. Um, so I'm starting off with Kamara and, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins. So strong RB1, very strong uh, wide receiver one. I'm kind of like where my team is so far. I have um, some diversity. and I know some people like to go uh, running back, running back in the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I split mine out a little bit. So I'm up next for my pick, and I'm looking down, and I see a huge um, amount of wide receivers coming in the later round. So I'm actually going to yep. go pick a running back here. So I took, I'm going to take DeAndre Swift over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, now, if, if I had seen some more running backs, Justin Jefferson wouldn't have been a bad pick there either. Um, but just because looking down, there's not that many running backs going um, in the next couple picks. I figured yeah. I'll grab one now and then get through this uh, get through this list of wide receivers here before I can get um, another running back or as a flex option possibly. But we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, I, I agree. That's something you have to look at too. I mean, that's why I like doing these just because it kind of shows you who's going where. And sometimes you have big chunks of running backs or big chunks of wide receivers. You kind of have to plan accordingly. Oh, this is a spot I always struggle with because I really like Keenan Allen, but I also like Chris Carson. So just, you know, like we were talking about before, there are a lot of wide receivers here. So I guess I'll go with Chris Carson for my third pick. I slightly prefer him. Um, Another Another avenue I've gone is Keenan Allen third, and then I go down a little bit to Miles Gaskin. <clears throat> That's just a personal preference for me. I talked about how I didn't love Josh Jacobs, but J.K. Dobbins or David Montgomery wouldn't be bad there too. I just I like Chris Carson. We'll see how Seattle offense is. And wow, look at that. Keenan Allen still available. So that worked out. All right. Definitely a good gamble there. (laughs) Yeah. I think Keenan Allen's really strong with Justin Herbert. So I definitely like him as a wide receiver too. Yep. All right. So I got my pick up now. I'm actually going to abandon my plan here. So uh, my original plan was to go wide receiver two, but I'm looking now and my top two options here, Darren Waller or George Kittle. Um, And the tight end position really falls off after I'd say the top three or four. Um, and I'm actually, I think I like Kittle a little bit more than I like Darren Waller. Um, and the reason being is Kittle has been consistently amazing and Darren Waller, um, kind of showed up last season. Mm -hmm. So I have some doubts if he's going to recreate that. So I'm going to go with Kittle. Um, we just had our first quarterback go go off the board, uh, round five, pick three, Patrick Mahomes. I I think that's Um, a decent value. I don't like drafting a quarterback early, but I mean, round five, at least it's not like round two because I've seen that. Exactly. Yeah. So right now I'm choosing between Adam Thielen and Julio Jones. I'm actually going to avoid Thielen. I think that Justin Jefferson is going to have a, another great year, which is going to take away from Thielen's value. So I'm going to go with Julio Jones and I can hope that Julio ends up being the wide receiver one on the team. I know there's some debate on if he's going to be the one or the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, I, I have high hopes for Julio too. I think he could do well. Um, and then I, just selected Cooper Cup with my pick. Um, you know, this is another pretty big wide receiver section. I've been between him and Kenny Galladay. I think that's a close one. Uh, honestly, just gave Kenny Galladay because I know Johnny's in this draft. So I'll give him to you now. Probably not uh, when we actually draft. But 
give that to him uh make him nice and happy so for my next one number one fan yeah for my next one i want to take a look at running backs because it kind of goes down after this there's no one i love here so i'm probably just going to draft another wide receiver um I'm drafting OBJ. He's the first person on my bench, my fourth wide receiver. I like him at this value because he's someone I can plug into my flex if he's, you know, playing really well. But, you know, if he, I don't want to say a bust, but if he doesn't have a great season, I can kind of, I drafted him for my bench. So it's not like I'm missing out a ton. It's not like he's my wide receiver too. Yeah, I definitely like that. Um, All right, so I'm on the clock now and I have, the option, my best options are to gamble on one of the Pittsburgh receivers, or I can take uh, Kareem Hunt. I know um, NTN's up there high, but I'm really not a fan of him. I think that he is going to be uh, tough to measure unless we see a couple of games at him. So I'm actually going to take Kareem Hunt, uh, someone I had on my team last season as my flex player. Um, I think he's he's pretty strong, and he definitely would be a, a must start for me in flex position. Yeah, I, I like Kareem Hunt. I, I was looking at the running backs, and that was honestly the only guy I would reach out for uh, with that last pick I had. So I, I think that's a good value. He's the most valuable handcuff in football. You know, Nick Chubb goes down. He's going to get a huge workload, obviously, playing on the Chiefs by himself uh, a few mm-hmm. years ago. He was showed how talented he was. Some people forget that, too. Some rookies, he got uh, – ETN round six, pick eight, and then Jamar Chase, the 10th pick in that round, um, right by Lamar Jackson, who was, uh, looks like he was the third quarterback, fourth quarterback, because Josh Allen before him, Kyler, and Lamar. Yep. So I'm back on the clock. I'm going to, once again, avoid the Steelers wide receivers. Um, I do not like them. They're, it's too hard to predict which one's going to do well. Yep. So I'm actually going to take Robbie Anderson, a guy that is, uh, very underrated in my opinion. Uh, he's one of the top wide receivers in the league, but in my opinion anyway, but he doesn't really get a whole lot of credit for it to see what he does this season. Yeah, he was he was really consistent last year. I was pretty surprised, to be honest. Um, I'm going to take Chase Edmonds. He has really good PPR value. And, um, you know, that's someone where I, I always think, like, if you're going to draft – running backs on your bench you want to draft guys that have potential you don't want to draft someone that's like you know right behind the other guy and doesn't get doesn't get that many minutes a game you know chase edmonds is someone where james connor is going to run the ball but he still has standalone value because of his ppr value james connor isn't going to be catching the passes it's going to be chase edmonds so that's why i like him on my bench the ppr value and even if james connor goes down it's a few more touches for him but he does have that standalone value that is, um, you know, hard to get in these later rounds. So I definitely want to go tight end for this pick. Uh, I'm going to go Dallas Goddard. My initial thoughts say that, you know, he has the potential to be pretty good. I think it really depends on how Hertz plays. I know Hertz wasn't throwing the ball a ton, but no Zach Ertz. He's not there anymore. So there's, there's a lot of potential for Goddard. Yeah, I just got my pick stolen from me. I was going to take uh, Justin Herbert with my oh, yeah, round eight yeah, pick. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely my favorite quarterback uh, on the board this, this season, but that's okay. Um, so I'm looking and I, I'm not seeing a whole, uh, a lot of value. Um, I like Mike Davis. Uh, I think that he could repeat. Um, I'm, I'm a big hater on the, uh, well, I guess last year, but the Panthers uh, 
backfield. I think that the Panthers uh, playbook had a lot to do with Mike Davis's and um, McCaffrey's success. Yeah. But I'm going to take the gamble anyways and hope that he can recreate some of the value we had last season. It's a, it's a good pick here. It's, it's a late pick for your bench. You know, he could, he could have flex value. You could have RB two value even. Now I'm going to take an absolutely massive gamble here. And um, I'm going to actually oh pick Aaron Rodgers for this pick. Wow. Um, yeah. So he's real, he's down lower than he should be, but, and I, I believe that's due to the um, uneasiness of fantasy owners wanting to have him because he might not play this season, but right. if he does play, I'm getting a big value for him um, in round nine. So I'm definitely going to take him and, and cross my fingers and hope that he plays. Yeah. Cause he was, uh, he was pretty much one of the top guys, if not the top guys for quarterback. Um, and speaking of quarterback, the reason I say one of the top guys is because I'm drafting the top guy right now, Ryan Tannehill. Welcome to my team. <laughs> yep the uh, the the PRK one quarterback of the season, right? Yeah, so I I love I love Tannehill. I had him last year. Um, I love him with AJ Brown, but bringing in Julio, I think he has great value. And uh, just looking at him, you wouldn't think he runs the ball at all, but he actually does. He had several rushing touchdowns. I think right now I'm gonna go Antonio Brown. Um, I really like his value. He has standalone value, but also Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, who have both proven to be somewhat injury prone and nothing, you know, missing the whole season or so. But if one of them is out a game or two, or even if both of them are out a game, I mean, this guy's like wide receiver too easily. So, uh, that's, that's the type of people I like on my bench, you know, maybe not boomer bust, but like if they have the right opportunity, they can play really well. Not like some guy who's always going to play in someone else's shadow. You bring him in and he's just not good enough to hold his own. Antonio Brown, obviously, you know, people who knew him on the Steelers was the best fantasy wide receiver you could have on a team. I know he's not the same and he's on a different team, but you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, explosiveness there. Are you concerned about his uh, any more suspensions coming up or you think he's going to be solid to play this year? (laughs) Yeah, I mean that's that's always tough. It's it's hard to tell. I mean, as uh, you know, per person watching, you're like, oh, you know, I hope this guy's not a terrible person. But then also, like, <laughs> can you not get suspended because um, I want to play you this week? So I yeah. I don't know. I, it's it's hard to tell. It it could be something from last season, could be something this season. But I I think this late in the draft, I'm not super nervous spending a pick on that, especially with um. You know, he's my fifth wide receiver, so. Yeah, so my last two picks, uh, Corey Davis, I think he's going to have a big year on the Jets, and then James Conner. So I'm taking that gamble where if Conner ends up being the main guy, I'm going to get some pretty decent value out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully it works out well. Um, but there's also he has a high injury, or he's very injury prone, so he could also get injured and be out the whole season. It's just one of those uh, risks you got to take. Yeah. Um, so I just took, this is going fast. I just took AJ Dillon. Um, speaking of value and potential, he's a really good handcuff. Obviously Aaron Jones is really good, but AJ Dillon got some minutes late last year. And, uh, you know, he could, he could be pretty good if Jones is out. Well, he has proven to be pretty good. Um, you know, when Jones was out last season, he had, he had that two touchdown game with 124 rush yards. So, if you can get that in the 12th round, if Aaron Jones misses any time, I'll take that. Yep. So uh, 
I got my next pick up, and I'm not liking anyone really near the top of the board here. So I'm actually going to scroll down a little bit and go with uh, Devontae Parker. He's a guy I had on my uh, team last season, um, and he did not disappoint me. Um, I'm hoping him and Tua can form a really good connection um, and get some touchdowns. I know he's he, uh, he gets a lot of targets in the red zone, so I'm hoping that some of these targets can turn into um, scoring opportunities, and hopefully you can um, make up for – what I'm assuming is going to be a lack of production with his touchdown uh, potential. And the first defense is off the board, Tampa Bay. Yep. I would have seen that one coming. I mean, yeah, especially after shutting out the chiefs in the super bowl like that. Yeah. I just, I'm always hesitant to pick that number one defense. Cause as you see, it's uh, someone different every single year. And I exactly. drafted Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was the ninth person to pick a defense last year. So like, it just, it doesn't really matter. Like if you're going to get a top defense and right now it's fine. Like I've, you know, I know when we drafted last year, some people were picking like Steelers D and, you know, the ninth round or so like that's early, but round 12, I get that. I just think defenses are so hard to predict. Um, I just picked uh, the guy that I had my eye on from the very beginning of the draft, Trey Sermon. Wow. Um, I think he's going to have a great year. I, when I, I came into the draft wanting to get him, I didn't say anything because I didn't want you to steal him from me. Um, <laughs> but I, um, now. I got my fingers crossed for a um, for the uh, San Francisco backfield to continuously get injuries here. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, if they end up, <laughs> if Mostert ends up like last season, Trey Sermon can have a massive year. Uh, we, we saw how effective almost all the running backs in San Francisco are. Um, their team is just very run heavy. Um, and if I can get a piece of that with late round value, um, then that would be awesome for my team. Yeah. I, li- I like that. Oh, Giants D. Okay. There goes Johnny. Well, that's not the worst pick ever. Let's what <laughs> defense too. I mean, well, if people do ESPN drafts, I'll tell you they're not ranked as the number two defense, but Hey, whatever. <laughs> I'll go a quarter. No, nope, I'm going to go Justin Tucker. I oh, that was my next pick. Yeah. He's, <laughs> He's consistent, and I figure it's going to be a long way until I get my next pick, so I just want to do that because I know I'm going to have to wait on a defense. I I really like picking kickers and defenses late, but the thing that I hate is when other people don't do it, I'm just way behind, so I'm trying to work on that. Don't want to be the last one. Yeah, so I'm going to go the opposite right here. Since you took him, I'm going to actually take a, my, back, my backup quarterback here, and I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the reason why first one to uh, well, first time in his career that he's going to have the same offensive scheme, which is huge. Um, yep. And not, not only that, but um, we saw that how fast they heated up at the, towards the end of the season, this season or last season, sorry. So I'm really hoping that he's going to continue this hot streak um, and hopefully I can get some good value out of him. Um, all right, and then I'm going to take – so I'm on my defensive pick now, and I got to go with the Patriots. I mean, they're just consistently a good defense. They had a lot of guys opt value out last year because year of COVID. Too. Yeah, exactly. They're going to get all their guys back that opted out. Um, and you know Belichick is not going to let Brady uh, get a, get the one up on him, especially now that they're playing each other. He's going to do everything he can to shut Brady out in the um, with his defense. So I'm going to take them and hope that uh, Belichick's got my back on this one. Yep. I bet you're never going to guess who my 
backup quarterback I'm going to choose is. Also, I don't know how the Rams D is still around. I don't know who the hell drafted Broncos D. But, hey, whatever. I'll take Rams D. That was pretty much statistically the best uh, secondary in the league last year. You got Aaron yep. Donald who just doesn't age. So, I will I'll for sure take that. That's got to be one of the – one of the last defenses. I don't know. I, there might be some teams that don't have them, but um, you're gonna be in trouble when Aaron Donald uh, opts out of the uh, NFL to go break the world bench press record. Was he trying to do that? No, no, he's just a beast. Oh. Okay, well, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's his workouts are like disgustingly crazy. All right, we got Johnny here uh, finishing up. Looks like he's gonna take his sweet time. Probably a stupid pick coming, but we'll see. Uh, nope, just a kicker. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. I bet you wouldn't have guessed this, but. Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. I, I like that pick a lot. He's he's. I think he's a lot more skilled than people give him credit for. Yeah, because when he started last year, he was actually really good. They just really wanted to throw in Tua, but he played well, and. You know, put him on Washington with McLaurin and Logan Thomas. I, I think he could do well. Yep, and then I'm going to seal out my last pick with uh, Will Lutz, a uh, kicker that has historically gone really well for me. And all right, that's the end of the draft there. So let's compare our teams and see uh, if we can unanimously vote a, uh, a winner team here. I'll just go in order of the starting positions, go on top to bottom. So quarterback yep. Aaron Rodgers, running back Alvin Kamara, uh, running back two, uh, got DeAndre Swift. Wide receiver one, DeAndre Hopkins. Wide receiver two, Julio Jones. Tight end, George Kittle. Flex, Kareem Hunt. Defense, Patriots defense. Kicker, Will Lutz. And then my bench guys, I have Robbie Anderson, Mike Davis, Corey Davis, uh, James Conner, Devontae Parker, Trey Sermon, and Baker Mayfield. Okay. I, I like that. So you, who's your RB2? Uh, DeAndre Swift, but uh, I wouldn't, depending on how the first couple of weeks go, I would not mind either throwing Mike Davis up there and pushing um, Swift to the bench, or if Kareem Hunt does well, pushing Kareem yeah. Hunt up to RB2 and putting Swift down in my flex. Yeah, I was I was going to say Kareem Hunt might even be the RB2. Um, I, I don't know. I think Swift is obviously very talented, but Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends how the lines do. Cause I, that's the thing that's tough about those running backs. If they're playing from behind, you know, it's tough to use them, but um, I like the Julio pick too. I think that was a really good value for him. Um, so I'll go through mine started with the King Ryan Tannehill. Then I have RB one, Nick Chubb, RB two, Chris Carson, wide receiver one, Devonte Adams, wide receiver two, Keenan Allen, just got a text from Ethan. He said, my team kind of sucks. Not surprised. Um, tight end, Dallas Goddard. Flex, Cooper Cup. Defense, Rams D. Kicker, Justin Tucker. And then um, my bench guys, OBJ, Chase Edmonds, uh, Antonio Brown, A.J. Dillon, Melvin Gordon, Austin Hooper, and Fitzpatrick. So I'm pretty happy with this. Um I'd say my weak spot would maybe be tight end. I think Goddard could be really good, but if um, – what's his name? Jalen Hurts isn't good. He's not going to have a ton of value. So, yeah. But like I said, you know, it's it's those tier tight ends. If you miss those top three, it's – you know, you're going to have someone that's okay. Yeah. So this is definitely a tough choice because uh, I was looking and 
the first big strike on my team is if Rodgers doesn't play, I'm not a starting quarterback. Yeah. But at the same time, if he doesn't play, you're out, you wide receiver one pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah, that that's what I was thinking when you when you drafted him because um yeah, I mean that's a guy you don't want to lose that quarterback like that's you know the most obvious thing, but you even need to think about it, um, like you said, at the other positions, like if it's a wide receiver, that's going to be a huge impact. Even if it's a running back, just because you think about you throw a guy out there that is getting sacked all the time or just can't move the offense, that even affects running backs too. Yeah, um, they're going to stack the box to prevent yeah, the run game, yeah, force so, the guy to pass. Right, and that's why Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, you know, with their late first, early second round um, – you know, PRK rankings where I, I think that's totally fine. I would draft, you know, both of those guys around there. They have that value, but if you're going to draft a guy that high, you want to know who their quarterback is, especially if it's Aaron Rodgers and it could go to Jordan love who hasn't played, you know, a full NFL game. Uh, so that that's definitely, I know for me at this position, you know, drafting ninth, that's something I want to watch. Cause those are two, you know, I could get both of those guys in my spot. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously drafting Aaron Rodgers, you want to be careful of that too, but um any uh any final thoughts no i want to hear your vote before i give my vote so what do you think whose team is better my my team or your team um i like my team a little better because uh, i just really like my bench i think obj on the bench and then um i like antonio brown and then AJ Dillon for the handcuff. And then I still think Melvin has standalone value, but I think Mm -hmm. your running back twos with Kareem hunt and Deandre Swift are better than Chris Carson and chase Edmonds. So I'll get, I'll give you that. And um, I think if Aaron Rodgers plays, he's going to blow Tannehill out of the water. Just kidding. I don't mean that Ryan, but um, (laughs) I, those are, I, I like my team but those are the parts of your team that I think beat mine. Right. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. Your team is the safer option here for sure. I think that um, if I end up losing, I took a lot of gambles. So if I end up losing my gambles then your team is going to be the better team, Mm -hmm. Uh, I basically, I gambled that one Aaron Rodgers is going to play two Camara is going to repeat his previous seasons with a new quarterback. Yep. Um, three that Julio Jones is going to be the wide receiver one on the Titans. Right. Right. Yep. And, um, four that George Kittle doesn't get injured again. Yeah. That's, that's actually a good point. What you say with the gambles. I, I agree. I think, you know, cause yeah. Cause think about it. Deandre Swift played like an RB one almost and Julio Jones was drafted, you know, late first round last year. So if you can get that ultimate value from them, hey, say Nick Chubb goes down and Kareem Hunt is the lead back, you're chilling. That's a that's a nasty team. Right, yeah. So I, I, I still think your team is, is the safer option, but if my if, yeah, my, if all my gambles happen to pan out, then I think my team would end up being uh, yeah. better than yours. But that's asking a lot for everything to go yeah. my way. No, that's that's a good point. I actually, I that's interesting to think about. I agree with that, I think. Um, you know, based on value, if these guys play, play to their full potential, I think the one, the one I'm looking at right now is Julio, just cause if that's mm-hmm. someone, when'd you get them the fourth round? Right. Uh, I think so. I can give a double yeah. check here. I don't know. Cause if I think, I think Swift. Oh no, you had 
might have even been fifth. I don't know if you drafted Kittle or Julio first. You can check I, your I, thing. I got Kittle first. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so you got Julio fifth? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, Julio in the fifth round, like I said, he was going in the first round last year. He could honestly, we don't even know, he could be better on the Titans than he was on the Falcons. Exactly. And that's, so, that's what I'm yeah. crossing my fingers and open for. Yeah, I mean, think about DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones. There wasn't any team that had that last year. You can draft those two guys, you know, maybe if you got them 10th and 11th, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty power duo uh, or pretty powerful duo along with Kamara, too. Neither of them were even your first pick, so. Um, yeah, and then I'm always praying that Kamara and Diop are going to combine for 60 points a week. Yeah, right. Be pretty right. nice. Yeah. But I definitely like your team for the consistency. Chubb is a guy that's going to get get it done pretty much no matter what. Right. Um, he's just an absolute beast. So is Adams. Um, if Rodgers plays, I mean, he's guaranteed at least 15 points a week. Yep. Um, which is really nice. Um, kind of a sleeper pick on your team. Tucker, guaranteed 10 points every single week pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just does not miss and it's kind of it's underrated to have that security locked in and for kickers saying this is my guy the entire season right he's guaranteed 10 points um and that's that's nice to have yeah yeah this was this was fun um i think i think we both had good teams too is um you know definitely definitely next one we do we can switch up the picks and um this one this one was the espn one we're gonna look at some other ones you know maybe nfl or yahoo but uh this was the espn one we did ppr uh 16 roster so yeah we will definitely do another one um look around you know see different rankings and just kind of interesting like that so so it's mock draft number one uh let us know what you think we have timelines this team which one's better